on number one. Yes, let's pump up the number one. Pumping. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, I've got a little... So, I was thinking the other day, there's people that legitimately get mad about women's right to vote, like they want to take women's right to vote away, as if our vote matters. Like, like when we go vote for president, it was all, it was all the women who were going to put Trump in there, you know, like, like what, why would you even make that an issue? Why, why would you, why would you, so what is the question? Is is the question or you're just making a statement? Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was just wanting to see how you were going to react to that. You know, all these guys out there, you know, your, your DJ Jazzy Jeffs Most out there. Most getting... not, not voting anyway. Right. Well, yeah, it's not like our vote as a man. Like if I go vote for president next year, it's not. They, they don't want women to vote because women will. Yeah. Will actually do. Th- not like, they're not like, you know, it's like walking the dog. Walking like, the dog. You're like, who's going to walk the dog? Are you going to walk the dog or am I going to walk the dog? And you're like, I'll walk the dog. And she's like, okay, I'll walk the dog because she's. One who will actually walk the dog. Hmm. I did walk the dog this morning, by the way. Do you listen to that can't song? You, can't you tell how tired he is? I do see how tired your dog is. But yeah, did you listen to that song, Walking the Dog? While walking the dog? Well, walking the dog. No, I listened to. Um, to um, that's what you get for sit, sit, sitting on it. Why'd you sit on it? Or <laughs> <laughs> That was weird, will, wasn't will, it? Will you sit on it? Or shouldn't have been sitting on it? Something. <laughs> Why do you keep sitting on it? Yeah, uh, that's what you get for sitting on it. That's what you get by for Why Noni? Why Noni Harris? That was a weird one, wasn't it? That was a weird one. When you were fifteen, you was a natural queen. We, I thought it was. I was surprised. I thought that he was going to start singing, and then like Why Noni would come in in the kind of call and response thing. That's what I when I first saw the song come up. I thought this is going to be a call and response. Like, um, like uh, Bill Withers and Tramp. I don't know that one. Yeah, so, yeah. Or, um... Ain't no tramps here when she... Uh, hit the road, like, hit the road, Jack. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know what a call and response is. You don't need to, like, reference another call and response. Yeah, so, call and response. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was getting ready to come here, and I was listening to my favorite song, Kansas City by Wilbur Harris, because I just, I love the chewing quality. It's very, it's a song to chew to. He's like chewing on his words. The guitar tone is just straight. Smacking. So that means you do not have misophonia. What's misophonia? Misophonia is when certain sounds are uh, have a have a psychological effect on you. Like, um, have you ever been around someone when you're chewing, they look like they want to strangle you? Mm. Yeah, that's that's misophonia. The sound of jingling change does give me uh, goosebumps. Does it? I hate when people whistle. <laughs> Whistling bugs me, and the word pocket. Oh, being in the pocket? No, I I hate the word. 
pocket. Right, yeah. So like that word so a lot. We're out here and you're just like you gotta play in the pocket. Steve Gadd, great pocket. <laughs> Drives you nuts. I hate it. I, I just <laughs> I just can't stand that word. You know, I do have misophonia then. There are certain words that just certain words. Moist? Moist is a common one for people. I mean that's like the cliche. But that's that's really onomatopoeia, really. Moist is okay. Moist is okay. I would never use it, but it doesn't like give me a reaction. Uh yeah. A lot of baby talk. Um Baby talk? Yeah. I could see that. The, yeah. The way yeah. people talk to babies and animals. Ooh, what a sweet boy. Uh, like, oh, that uh, shit just like boils my blood. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, you sweet girl. Like, it's the 15th fucking cat you've seen today. Mm. You, you have the same reaction every day. Are you fucking retarded? So, so did it, it bother you when you came in and, uh, and, and I was doing Ezra's voice because oh, Ezra's no. my dog? Because that, that's a habit. I can't not do Ezra's speaking in Ezra's voice. No, the, no, I Ezra's understand. the dog that's laying now um, here on the floor in front of us. Just go back to sleep. Just no, no, no. Oh, fuck. Somebody say Ezra. <laughs> He's back up. He's never going to leave now. I saw they, they didn't cast me for the never ending story. So they, mm. they let me move in here. For nothing. <laughs> he would have been the Falcor part. Well, yeah. The, oh yeah. That, that was the, the, the rock thing that said the nothing. It wasn't it. Yeah. The rock thing. Yeah, no, uh, I was a former dog owner. I, I understand. Dog. Oh, look at those fucking eyelashes. Jesus mm. Christ. Those are those are long. <laughs> what if you did House of a Thousand Cuts and you took the dog to the dog groomer? What if, what if the dog becomes the guest on your podcast? I like that idea. I'm sorry I keep calling it House of a Thousand Cuts. I, it's okay. Um, <laughs> keep calling it House. No one's ever going to find it. <laughs> no one's found it yet. <laughs> I, I, I rated it for you. Oh, oh good, good. I don't. I called uh, Clarence and left a message on their machine that that their that their uh, episode was up. He was just thankful to get your dirty liberal ass out of his chair. Probably, I'm not the one who said who said conservative conservative out loud. Like Wait, you so said, you said conservative out loud in front of a conservative? That's one way for them to know absolutely because conservatives never say the word conservative; they just say we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying earlier. It's not like my fucking vote matters. Uh, <laughs> so. So yeah, no, I have no political affiliation. You kidding me? Tax them all, fuck them all to death. Your 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 gin your gin double A nihilism. The move is to actually get into politics myself and start making changes in from the inside out. Go run on a post. You say making the the rubbing fingers together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Show them what it really means to drain the swamp. Don't tell them I'm going to drain the swamp. Just drain the swamp. No, and I think I, honestly, I think that's what everybody who says "drain the swamp" <laughs> really means. And it's like an it's like a secret. It's a it's a it's an inside joke. They're like "drain the swamp," nudge nudge, <laughs> nudge. So I got pulled over two weeks ago for speeding. I don't believe that. In Merville, I don't. You got pulled over for speeding. Yeah, it, but it must have been a trap because you don't generally. I, I, Merville. I mean, you have plenty of bad habits, but speeding is not one of them. Yeah, Mervil, Mervil. So you know, Mervil cops are bored. Did he say he said Mervil? Did he say Mervil? Of course, he said Mervil. Oh. Um, but here's the thing. I assume it was a he. It the the cop was a he, 
Here's the thing. I forget the date that I had to go to court. So it was either oh. yesterday or it's next week. Oh, dear. And I didn't pay it yet. Oh, you should, obviously. Yeah, you should call them. I don't know who to call. I, I Googled it. I, and the thought just popped yesterday. It was either the 13th or the 19th. I think it's the 19th. Because they got to give you some time, right? They got to give you like some reasonable amount, more than two weeks before your court date, right? Generally, they it's 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 a uh, yeah, it's several weeks, right? But yeah, right. Every, I've not bragging, but I've had many, many, m- many traffic tickets. Ooh, many, <laughs> many traffic, and it's always a very inconvenient distance away. Like, long enough for you to forget. I think that's on purpose. They're like, how... We need to make it close enough that we have plausible accusability. Accusability, okay. But at the same time, they're probably going to forget. I haven't... See, it worked. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, you you, you bored me to death Mm. (laughs) right there. I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in years. And when I... The last one I got... I went to court to go and fight it. So I get up at fucking 7 in the morning, go down to the Memphis courthouse, stand in a long line. I'm the only white guy in the line. And the bailiff is being mean to everybody. He's like, hey, no talking. Everybody shut up. You're probably the only person who was actually guilty of the thing you were accused of. He, he looked at me, the bailiff, and just goes, hey, hey, hey. He <laughs> starts doing the fucking like blurred lines thing at me, and I'm like, fucking piece of shit. And then, <laughs> I get all the way up to the judge, and I tell the judge, like, look, I can't afford this speeding ticket. It was like 80 and a 76. That's what they got me for. It was like stupid. Or 80 and a 70. Some, some bullshit. The court lady looks at me and goes, you can afford it. And then fucking, like, just adds a $100, like, court fee and gives me, like, an extra week to pay it. I was like, oh, gee, thanks. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the person in front of me was, like, crying to the lady about how she fucking has five kids and can't fucking afford to make a house payment right now. Oh, yeah. And then here's me and my fucking getting hey, hey, hey at... (laughs) What the fuck am I going to say? I was like, ah... I got shafted. Oh. So I'm really hoping this time the guy just doesn't show up and then it gets dismissed. Right? That's the ideal. It could happen. Probably won't. I feel like he's got, Marvel Police has got something better to do. But he won't. He'll be there. <laughs> He'll totally be there. They're always there. And there's another guy in a suit that's standing there, like not saying anything. Mm-hmm. That's your defense attorney, by the way. I don't think you have it. I don't think it's one of those. I yeah, think no, he, he's there. That that guy he, the, he does he he is as inconspicuous as possible. Doesn't talk the to the person you. who is try. Look for the person that's trying to disappear. That's your defense attorney, and it's too late to talk to him. By the way, oh <laughs> oh, is that the setup? Yeah, that's the setup. That's mm, the setup. Wonderful. Did I tell you I had jury duty? Yeah, but you liked it. But no, no, I didn't. I didn't like it. You're I didn't right. like it, but not for the reason that you think I didn't like it. Right? No, you were excited. I remember you. I were was like excited. Happy to report, you're like I have jury duty. I, I probably use that. That's my excited for civil service voice. So probably <laughs> I use that voice. But I was excited. Did I tell you I I missed the date? So I I actually skipped jury duty. Oh, like illegally? Like illegally. Like 
the, the next that it was the so I remember yeah yeah so we were supposed to go to Nashville to that concert oh to see your that cousin we didn't go to right right because you were doing a thing you were taking your you needed to take your car and I was like fuck it I don't really want to drive to Nashville on a it was but it was like it was on a Wednesday Wednesday night yeah Wednesday. exactly yeah. yeah and the next day was a Thursday which was a jury duty day. I What's didn't your go. excuse? I, st- I had no excuse. Because you didn't go to Nashville. Like, if I, you went to Nashville... If I no went excuse. to Nashville, it would have been harder for me to go to jury duty. But because I didn't go to Nashville, I completely forgot that jury duty existed, and I had to call. And, like, a week later, my wife said, Will, did you go to jury duty? A week later. And I had to call. And then I went in, and then here's where it gets really interesting. I went in, not interesting at all. And... I said, I'm so sorry, I missed jury duty. I was supposed to show up. And the person who, who does not care, the person who does not care. Was, never seen you before in their she's life. never seen me before. She doesn't care. You do not matter to her. Doesn't matter at all. She's like, okay, here's papers. There's this thing. Uh, here you go. Here's your new day. And I come home and I start reading through what you have to do and be to do jury duty. And I realize that I can't do it. <laughs> Why do you have a law degree? One of the uh, no, no. One of the one of the things that excuses you from jury duty for good reason is if you are the sole source of support or care for a person who cannot otherwise care for themselves, which you are, which I am. So I'm like, I'm, and I'm looking at all the dates, and I was trying to make it work. I was trying to make the dates work and all this, and I'm like, no, I I have to leave and go pick up my disabled kid from school and be the person who cares for them while all this is happening. And I'm going to have to miss jury duty. So, so I came here prepared with some topics because you were complaining about how boring you were last time. You're like, I'm you, you so prepared some topics. Yeah. I prepared some topics just for today. So you paired some topics, but you did it beforehand. Dude, just prepare is fine. Pre-prepared seems really pointless to me. Pre-prepared is we, absurd. Right. We have pre-prepared meals. Well, they were if they were prepared, they were prepared. Who, I pre-prepared the au jus sauce. You fucking... We know it's been prepared. I guess pre-prepared would be freezing the au jus sauce that you made. Mm. Uh, yes. You see, uh, my grandmother shot at me when I was a toddler. Yes. Yes. My <laughs> grandmother shot at me when I was a toddler. We, we lived in a trailer uh, across... The field, their field, from their house, which they asked us to live at. That, Not me personally, because I wasn't born when this happened. Huh. But um, they 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 asked my parents to move in uh, into a trailer across the field from their house. So how could you have been shot at if you hadn't been born yet? Well, I got born in the process of this story. Oh. So my parents moved in, and my mamaw... I had a memo and a pawpaw. Ah, uh, pawpaw, of course. Pawpaw and a memo. Uh, insisted that my dad build this bridge, a, a footbridge across the, the drainage ditch that goes through the middle of this field. And he did. And my uh, memo got mad at uh, my parents for some reason. I don't know. I never. I was a toddler at the time. They never told me the whole story. Sometime later... And she took an axe and, and hacked the bridge to bits. Mm. And then... Um, the bridge came tumbling down. The bridge came tumbling down. Do you know that, that song? Was, no. Yes. No. 
No, I don't really know that song. It's by Stompin' Tom Connors. He's like the Canadian Johnny Cash. And it's about a time where the, the bridge came tumbling down. It sounds, <laughs> sounds like the, the Battle of Jericho, the, the Jericho song. Oh. Joseph hit the Battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. <laughs> it's a big choir classic. Joseph hit the Battle of Jericho <laughs> and the walls come tumbling down. And uh, then the guy who's the counter tenor starts singing and he's 100% off key. But he's just belting it. <laughs> Wrong, but a hundred percent in your wrongness. It was he was he was fully committed. He committed. I've got to give him that. He totally committed to singing that, and it was it was pretty awful. But All right, so your grandmother this was well after my grandmother shot it. So anyway, she, she, I was out playing in tw- dirt as children do in Alabama because tw- that's our main source of entertainment is dirt. And that's where you were born, right? In the birthing trench. You were right going to be there, born on the bridge, but she the, tore it down. In the, no, they piled up a little bit of straw. And that's how your mom got rickets, because she birthed <laughs> you in a trench at home. You don't actually know what rickets are, are do you? It's a disease. <laughs> it's one of them prairie times diseases. <laughs> rickets is, is a deficiency in vitamin C. Yeah. And mm. you start ricketing. Ricketing, yeah. You get all rickety. Yeah. And then... That's, you get a yeah. tongue thruster too. Ricky, okay, that's a different part of the same story. Yeah, uh, antipsychotics. But anyway, you're playing and you know, thunk, thunk, thunk. <laughs> you know those sounds, and my mom comes running out. I guess I don't know. This is how it was told to me, and. I like to imagine that my mom came running out and scooped me up. But now that I think about it, it's not necessarily, I don't have any evidence that that's what actually happened. Because there was a conversation that included the rational question, why are you shooting at my son? And in retrospect, it's hard to have that kind of conversation across a field. Well, it'd be a loud conversation. It'd be a loud conversation. And but my my mamma responded and said that all the neighbors were doing it, shooting at your her son at me. I guess I'm just like the, the neighborhood target. Alzheimer's a different way of talking about the neighborhood target. What a bitch! You couldn't go to the unisex bathrooms in me. That was funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Anyway, and yeah, so yeah, so that's that's. I don't know. Was that interesting? What other? I think I managed to make my grandmother shooting at me across the field when I was a toddler boring. What? what, Maybe that's your your goal in life. That's my talent. That's my calling. Sterilize all stories. Talent calling. I can make everything boring. So that's what you do. Go get a job for the Department of Justice and make sure that you're the guy writing up the rape reports. And make sure you're the guy writing up the like the brutal murder reports because if it's written by you, it's going to be long, boring, <laughs> yeah, like, dry. Oh Jesus! Oh man! I used to like reading these things. <laughs> then this Will guy started writing them. And now, oh my God! It's like we have to actually take one whole day to read his uh, his docket. When he summarizes it up, that's the first day in court. Just reading it. We uh, we've had certain employees who said that they wanted to murder him, but they were a little bit afraid that he would write up his own death. (laughs) (laughs) 
But you'll also get fans. You'll also get people. Can you write up my crimes? I just want to kill somebody so Mr. Will Lavender writes up my, my heinous <laughs> deeds and cleans them up a little bit. He'll get me off through ennui. Something that you can say at church. <laughs> so what other th- sick, demented thoughts did your grandmother have? Sick, demented thoughts? Oh, I don't know. They had lots of them. They, um, they, believed, that, uh, they believed that airplanes flew over their house at night and dropped garbage into their yard. I took a risk here. I was wondering if you were going to hit your next talking point. I was trying to give you a nice seg. Oh, you sold me out, you said. <laughs> we were going to pretend that happened organically and it wasn't written right there. <laughs> oh, well. But it's true. Yeah, it's true. They, they, thought, they also thought that I was running around when we visited and I was clipping the heads off of their roses in some sort of weird Alice in Wonderland thing. Got a big nose. Got a big nose. My aunt was obsessed with animals, so she would take in all Sexually? The- no. That's good. It's Alabama. You got to ask. I, I understand. Whole um, hog. But she, <laughs> she, she had a possum, which was not particularly sanitary. And then she also had a horse that she put my brother on, and I watched it run around the pasture with him <laughs> hanging on for dear life while it galloped unbridled. Mm. Yeah, it was his first and, as far as I know, only experience on a horse. Huh. He didn't like it. Well, yeah. (laughs) I chose not to. Have you been on a horse since? I have not been on a horse. Huh. Because, yeah. Specifically because of that, I don't like horses. Life's short, Horses are useless. There's no reason for horses to exist. Horses. When was the last time you had to talk? I mean, okay, there are reasons for horses to exist, but claiming that horses are useful is like claiming that wagons are useful. Well, again, when was the last time you ate a Taco Bell? Did, did I? Do they serve horses at Taco Bell? Yeah, horse meat, grade D beef. Oh dear, they're pretty useful to the food industry. I'm not sure. I believe that. Do you don't remember? It was people, around the time of like the pink slime outbreak. People making um, natural glue products. Oh yeah, yeah. Horse hoof, that's a jello, right? Is, Marshmallows? Yeah, you're you're going to have to tick that box, that, that um, explicit content <coughs> tick box, I'm pretty sure. But I guess you always do, then, don't you? Yeah, this is... You, yeah, you always have to tick the explicit content box. We've, we've accepted that a long time. Look, the name of this podcast used to be hashtag not soft. Right, right. Right. We're, yes. Because we're not soft. Not soft. We don't use oh. soft language. We don't no use soft language. <laughs> he says as he gently pets the dog's nuts. <laughs> I mean, there's a time and place. It's a shame there's no video of this because this is pretty hilarious. Uh, one day, one day I'll do the two phones thing. I, I'm just limping to the barn to hit 100 episodes. We're almost there. I think this is 97. Woohoo! Yep. What do you mean Narcan isn't for everyone? Narcan. Okay, so you know what Narcan is. I run a sober tailgate thing. I, yeah. Yes, you know what Narcan in, is, right? In the sobriety field, the drugs one is... So Narcan, you drive down the interstate, you drive up Pellissippi Parkway. More like Pellissippi Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> and you see signs for, you know, do you have Narcan for emergencies? Right, yeah. And at face value... It sounds reasonable. Mm, but do you know why? 
I know why. I know what Narcan well, is for. And no, I like, why. do you know why the billboard? Well, I, I don't know why the billboard, but I know I assume that the same reason other billboards exist because mm. you put a billboard up to tell people things. This is the first year Tennessee legalized Narcan. Last year, it was still drug paraphernalia. So they're wanting to let everybody know that you can get Narcan now. Uh, you, know, you can buy it. It's There's a there's a display yeah, in Kroger. Yeah, yeah. Last year, you couldn't do that. Walk over and pick it up and take it to the checkout. I know. That, that's why they're letting... That's why it's such the big push. Which gave me this great idea. I'm going to go to Kroger. I'm going to save up my dollars because it's expensive. I'm going to go to Kroger. I'm going to buy... I'm going to go buy a package of Narcan, and then I'm going to come in the next day and look really depressed and buy another one. So you're going to make them think you're addicted to Narcan? (laughs) Just keep going. I'm like, oh, fuck, it didn't work. You're going to make them think that you're addicted to Narcan? Or that I'm really failing at at helping a person get sober. You're just (laughs) killing people. That would be even funnier, that you're just like, you're a murderer now. (laughs) You buy Narcan. Yeah, duct no, tape, some rope. <laughs> so I ended up in possession of a decent amount of cocaine last year, but it was from a sketchy source, and I wasn't sure. So <laughs> I was like going from bar to bar, just complaining to every bartender, like, I don't know if it's going to kill me. I can't get the fentanyl test strips because that's drug paraphernalia here. Can't get fucking Narcan. And... What 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 am I what am I to do with this cocaine which yes. I have? Yes, oh poor me! Oh, what do I do with this coke? That that was me for about a couple of months last year. That's weird. I'm I sorry that you you got your cocaine from a sketchy source. That's. Do you ever get it from a non-sketchy source? I, you got to go to like Vegas or know a doctor, I guess. Yeah. But no, no Narcan is not for everybody so, because. So, right, they're advertising it to everybody. It's available out there. It's like Mucinex up there. You know, they're, they're like, you have a cold? Take Mucinex. You overdose on opium? Take Narcan. Right. And, but the fact is, is that not everybody needs it. You only need Narcan if you know someone who is on or addicted to opiates. But they're not advertising it like that. They're making it seem like it should be part of some every first aid kit. Like, you know, you need it the same way you need Band-Aids and antibiotics. Or not antibiotics, but like the, the uh, Neosporin or something like that. And it's ridiculous. N- nobody needs Narcan. If you, don't, if you don't know someone who's probably killing themselves with fentanyl or... Well, there's no probably killing yourself with fentanyl. Who's yeah. killing themselves with fentanyl or... Are trying to kill themselves with 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 substances, opiates, Shibs. right? You don't need Narcan because when's the last time you watched someone? I mean, not you. Not obviously. Well, I'm not talking to you. No, I know. But Narcan but is the the thing average that, person never sees that and never will. It, it's going to expire. Right, but like Narcan's the thing that stops an active overdose. It's right. not the thing that weans you off of opiates. Yes. No, no, That's no. And, and it's shitty. It's a horrible experience right, for a yeah, person. You, you don't and want to get The average person doesn't want to apply it to another person because then they're going to have a person who's addicted to opiates really fucking pissed off at them. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. But you save their life. Ezra, I give you permission to bite him. <laughs> That's as close as I can get to biting. <laughs> You have like the most, yeah, you talk about sedate old man or a sedate old man. You've got one for a dog right here. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I'll take him off your hands. Unless you take him in a grocery store. You take him in a grocery store, he's like a four-year-old. 
<laughs> I imagine he's like a celebrity. He just walks around like he's on parade, mustaching around, sticking his nose in the meat. <laughs> Sexually. Uh, yeah, no, I guess not everybody. Need, I mean, look, I think some people yeah. should die. I think, look, the if, if you're dying from overdoses, you probably should die. I, I don't support the concept of big pharma. I don't fully buy into that idea that there's some giant conspiracy, except when it comes to Narcan. You are somehow connected to big pharma, though. Like, so in the, in a way of being married to somebody who is in, in charge of a pharma. Yeah, she's, she's in charge of You are of supporting pharma. big pharma in a kind of indirect way. Well, yeah, but most people who, uh, who are part of pharmacies hear this big pharma thing and they're like, oh, that's, Okay, that's kind of true. That's kind of not true. They're more like big insurance. Well, those is are the, really the problem. Big farmers are the people this that make the, the cats pills. Attacking each other. This is going to get pretty exciting when they run through here. Ooh, cat fight! It's it's going to be hilarious because you haven't seen our other cat yet. The brown one. But yeah, have you seen the brown one? The long hair brown one. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you have to. I guess you've seen her. Oh well, never mind. Carry on. Um, yeah, like the people that make the pills, some of those companies are scary. There's one called Malincroft. They're a scary group of people. Malincroft? Malincroft with a DT. Their, uh, their website splash page used to just be people's eyes, and then their eyes were the logo of the thing, and they would blink at you periodically. Oh. But like the timeline of the company goes back like two, 300 years. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist on that shit. Um, this is exactly what we were talking about the other day. Mm. Conspiracy. If you theories? give me a choice between taking local honey or taking fucking <laughs> 50 fucking over-the-counter Tylenols, I'm going to take the spoonful of local honey. Ooh, I'm supporting big honey. <laughs> I know a guy who's supporting big honey, but that's not... <laughs> that's, that's down... Down a ways at the mouse's ear. Mm. <laughs> Is she here tonight? <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. Come on, big honey. <laughs> Yikes! This is a good idea. This is, we should make a song out of this. It should be an old uh, stride style piano tune called "Supporting Big Honey." <laughs> Why you gotta sit on it? <laughs> she, dude, he named every single age she was by the end of the goddamn yes. song. She's like, you're 38. It ain't too late. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, boy. 52. She still knew what to do. <laughs> that was insane. 56. <laughs> and we're taking pics. Uh, okay. Well, you know, back then with records and stuff, people didn't have anything else to do. It wasn't like they could flip to the next, you know, the, the next, the the next Twitter feed, the next uh, TikTok video. They they were like, "I'm listening to this whole goddamn rate this this whole record tonight. What are we doing tonight? We're listening to this record. We might do it twice. Let's listen to it again, Daddy. I want to hear that big honey song." <laughs> 
So you wrote a Super Bowl ad for a non-existent restaurant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is a great idea. So, so <laughs> imagine imagine a hamburger restaurant. Okay, it's a hamburger restaurant, or it's like my, or a Denny's. Like, imagine a Denny's. Why right? would you pick Denny's? We don't have Denny's here. You, you'll get you'll get it. We you'll have like it. one Denny's in Tennessee. There's uh, yeah. What's this? Like up near um, Johnson City. Seriously, I think you're right. I think there's one. The one in Fountain City just closed. But yeah, no, Tennessee's not like Denny's is a California thing. We had a couple in Florida. No, Tennessee's a Waffle House place. It's just weird that you would mention Denny's. Okay, let's see. I said, you know, it's been a while since I came up with this commercial. It's fine. I can picture oh. a Denny's. It's not Denny's isn't really a hamburger place though. It's more of a diner. Right. Yeah, but it's just it just has to be it just needs to be a restaurant. Right? Okay. And um Boston Market Wait, I have to remember exactly. Okay, so it, the the scene opens, right? Scene, scene opens. opens, and you're looking at um, a, a well, right? Not not quite as spooky as like the one with the long haired black girl, who, black long black haired girl, not long haired black girl. That's not right at all. Didn't have to the bring that up at all. Black haired girl with the with the hair over her face. the ring. The, the, yeah, the yeah, ring. yeah, not no. like the ring. Not like the ring. You said there's a well. A, you're looking at a well, right? You didn't have to even and imply. You hear someone. You hear someone in the well going, "Help! Help! Help!" Right? And so, right, that happens, and then someone pulls up, right, or uh, a hunter or some person walks up and looks down in the well. Why a hunter? Well, it could be anybody. I was just trying to think. You know, who would have an excuse to be out near a random well? Look, it could like be in the Netherlands, looks, right? It could be in Germany. There, there's like old wells preserved. Yeah, yeah. So somebody walks up to the well, and they look down in the well, and they see this person. They're like, oh, hey, are you okay? And they're like, no, I'm stuck in a fucking well. And, you know, and, right? And they say, wait one second, I'll go get you. Uh, I'll go get something. And I'll help you out. And they come, and they throw a rope down. And then the, the, the commercial-style conversation starts, right? The stuff that's really out of sync with the real world, but they put it in there for the commercial, you know, like they're driving in a car. Have you tried the new... This is such a nice car. I love the 200-horsepower engine, you know, that oh. thing. You know, that, but, so she's, she's, this so, rope reminds me of the time I went to such and such restaurant. Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, I'm glad you're here now because, oh, I'm so hungry. I could really go for a Denny's hamburger right now. All oh, that juicy all-beef <laughs> patty goodness. And then the rope goes slack and falls on her. And she's like, What? 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 The guy ran to Denny's. The guy ran to Denny's, right? But that's not the end of the commercial. That's not the end of the commercial. Then the time begins to, what, what do you call it? Uh, Elapse? Time lapse, mm-hmm. right? Time lapse. You see the same well and the, 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 the environment changing around it. And then you see like, you know, very quickly, you know, bulldozers and backhoes go through, right? And then a road comes through. And then you see a driveway get built. And then you see a building come up, and it, and then the building gets the parking lot, and then the lights come on, and it's a fucking Denny's. So they build a Denny's over <laughs> over the well, and then they, they, they the guy who <laughs> the original guy who abandoned the person in the well right walks into the Denny's. Mm-hmm. Right, walks into the Denny's. Is like, oh man, I love Denny's. He's walking into the Denny's. He's built over the well of the person that he abandoned, and then we cut and we dive down 
through the earth, and a pair of red eyes open. <laughs> and a spirit of this dead person who got abandoned well comes 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 blasting up through the earth and pops up in a seat at Denny's and the waitress turns like, oh, can I take your order? And the ghost demeanor suddenly changes and orders the food. And I had a catchphrase that was hilarious for this, um, but I forgot what it was. Uh, something about don't tell your friends about it. <laughs> soul food. So yeah, soul food. Okay. So, you work do, on your pitch what, what a was little it called? bit. Um, you know, it's not like I have all fucking day to listen to a pitch. No, <laughs> You're like, you you had to recap in two seconds in between the end of the commercial. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've been following along the whole time, but you had to add another. You know, the guy from the beginning who was. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy that you just said, that, that guy. guy returned. That you had to then specify. Uh, Look, the people who are on the other side of these tables are very old and they don't have any they have no attention span. If you can't get if you get them, you have to like keep them with you very quickly and you have to be done in less than a minute. If you say one wrong word, you lose them. Oh, I remember what it was. It was like Denny's, you'll always come back. <laughs> Respawn point. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. Why'd you do that? I sitting on that couch over there. I didn't ask where. <laughs> I said why. That was why. I'm sitting on a couch. And you're like, hmm. I could really go for some Denny's right now. Yeah, in my that voice, that voice that. Uh... Okay. I mean, the only other thing on here that's not the, the only op- the only thing left on, on the list is the, the ultimate question. No, um, no, not the. I'm skipping that one. You're skipping that one. We oh. can save it for the end. But uh, right, okay, you sorry. fathered four children and only two are alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost two kids in uh, with the same wife. Yeah, huh? She's not sitting there. But. No, no. But I thought there was a chance, perhaps, that maybe you fathered two kids. One with like a pig. One with like a. One with like I don't know, like an in vitro thing. <laughs> I don't know. Why would I? With a pig? You you lived in a farm in Alabama. No, I, I didn't. In the eighties, I didn't live in a real farm in Alabama. We didn't have any actual. Oh, we did have a pig. Never mind. But no, his name was Pig Headley. His name was Sparkly. <laughs> it was a Sparkly pig. His name was Sparkly. Yeah. Sparkly the pig. We found it in the woods, and uh, it um, then went on to be a, a deer hunting pig. It was capable of tracking deer. And it got stolen by people who were stealing dogs to run deer. And they stole our pig (laughs) because it was that good. I have... What the fuck do you say to that? (laughs) Wow. But actually, I take it back. We did not find it. It was the child of a pig that was brought to um, a friend of ours, Mr. Hughes, who lived in a camper on Hatchet Creek... And he, the Air Force guys who were at Warner Robins Air Force Base over in Georgia did a lot of wild boar hunting, and they found a female pig, a female boar, and brought it and gave it to Mr. Hughes, wild boar. Not really a good idea. It was enormous. 
And uh, then it grew up and bred with something and had sparkly. Oh. Something. <laughs> bred with something. I never saw a male pig. I never saw an actual boar, but it got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a deer. Maybe or that's why it was so good at cut, catching more deer. More likely a goat. Mm. Mr. Mr. Hughes had goats, lots of goats. The whole place smelled like fromage. Cheese? Like, like goat cheese. If you smelled goat cheese, that's what goat poop smells like, which means if you've ever smelled goat poop, goat cheese is hard to really tolerate. Uh, even out of context, like in a salad? Yeah, yeah you're like, wow, this, this salad has shit in it. <laughs> this goat shit in my salad. Ah. So... How long ago was the two kids thing? Was it back to back? Oh no, no, we had uh, um, so we we had uh, Elizabeth Snow and um, she died uh, was um, in 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 preterm and then then we had Esme and then we had Cecily and Cecily was stillborn. You only had girls. Only girls. Huh. And then we had Selma, and Selma's fine. Well, yeah. Fucking, thank God. Fucking super kid. That's like, like from a relative perspective, yeah, like who? everything Selma is able to do, I'm like, oh, holy shit, she can walk. Well, yeah, she's four. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you feel that your genes are cursed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Parents. Psychopathic problems. There's all kinds of, yeah, it's all my fault. Oh, it's you? It's probably, it's almost, You're the guy? it's all my fault. Camille worries sometimes that it's her fault. It's not. It's my fault. Oh. It's my fault. It's Damn. My, my genes that did that, and I'm like, shit. So it's just, yeah. That's why I'm a big supporter of, speaking of uncool things, since I'm talking to the, to the, um, to the sober events person, I'm a big supporter of vasectomies. Oh, right, because you've had one. I've had one. It was a great decision. Do you ever feel like when you're taking Esme out for a walk that you're, uh, which which I'll bleep, uh, you, you ever feel like you're just like walking your sperm on a leash? No. Oh, no. That's good. No, you don't have time to think about that. All right, because she's clawing you and you have. <laughs> well, she's, uh, Esme can be a sweet kid. She can be a great kid, but she can also be a fucking demon. You just you get what you get when it happens. You know, you're either hanging out with a really cool kid, or you're hanging out with someone who wants to tear your eyes out. Like most people, people are like that, mm. right? So that's why you don't believe in God because He took all your kids away from you. No, no, no. There can't be an order in the universe. I, I didn't believe in God long before I even thought about having kids. Okay, but like you know, you can have your own ideation of God. It doesn't have to be the old man with the beard. On a chair up right. above. Yeah, like. absolutely. That God absolutely does not exist. <laughs> yeah, that one, no. I don't care. I, yeah, you could make up whatever you want to, but but absolute certainty, the Christian God is absolute bullshit. Right. I, yeah. I'm that go- one definitely. Other ones, it gets a little bit weird, right? You know, ideas of 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 uh, uh, Religions, that's not the right word. Polytheistic. Polytheistic, thank you. Polytheistic religions and things. It's like, okay, that's that's interesting. You know, everything has a god. Like, you know, the god of chimneys, the god of, uh, <laughs> I'm looking around like, I look, you know, the god of the sky, the god of, the god of leaves decaying in winter. Okay, so you're you're doing the Greek thing. thing. You're going the Greek and Roman mythology. Well, yeah, some people do that, but but that's uh, I think it's sort of silly to 
to take this ID, you know, ultimate God theme and actually expect it to be realistic. Because first off, you're a human. Believing in God is only an example of your own pretension. Yeah, you're 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 interested in this argument, right? I'm hearing you you're, out. You're hearing this argument. Humans are pretentious because think about all of our descriptions of God and other creatures. Like, what's between us and God? From a Christian person, just just the Christian religion. Well, God's perfect, right? Right, God's perfect. But or what's God. between us and God? Jesus. Okay, Jesus, but Jesus is God. That's I hate that argument. Yeah, but the Christians love it. They believe it. It does. It's I. Yeah, I agree. It's a stupid <laughs> argument, but they still say it. Jesus is God. Okay, that's great. I don't know what's the difference. What does God have over over man? What like I mean? What? No, I'm not talking about what the difference is. I'm talking about what the like right. mathematical difference between God oh, and death, humans. Death. What is what is what fills that space? Right. Death. No, not death. Right, because they're so convinced of an death afterlife. Is, death, death is not a person. Death is not an entity. What entities fill the space between humans and God? Nothing. Nothing. How dumb is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the no, like... The next thing after humans who get fucking hemorrhoids and the ultimate being <laughs> is nothing. What about aliens? Well, I you have to talk to people who are religious about that. But like Christians, that's all that's between you know, God made humans in his own image. Bullshit. God doesn't get hemorrhoids. God doesn't get uh, necrophilic flesh-eating bacteria. See, my problem with the Bible has always been I never know when it's being literal and never know when it's being metaphorical. I always assume wrong. Like there's a fucking verse in there. It's like Whatever the one after Leviticus is, I guess it's maybe Numbers, Deuteronomy, whatever the fuck, doesn't matter. But it says, if you come across an ancient boundary stone set by your ancestors, best not move it. And I was thinking, like, okay, so, like, you know, if my grandmother tells me don't do anal, it didn't work out. Like, okay, that's a boundary set by my family, right? Uh, We're not thieves. No, it means literally don't extend your property line over. Ancient boundary stone. Language. (laughs) Because, see, religion, right, Karl Marx, religion, opiate to the masses. Religion was used for stupid people, used for people who can't read. Mm. It's supposed to be confusing, and you're supposed to rely on this guy to fucking tell you. Mm, Right. right. He has no other qualifications other than he can read. (laughs) You're going to trust this guy so you don't have to read. So, okay, so there's that, right? So we've... I mean, it's easy to eliminate the Christian God. That's easy. Okay. The philosophical God, a little bit more complicated. I'm right? picturing a fat old man with a beard and a pipe. What's I the philosophical God? You're the one God? who said it wasn't that God. <laughs> you're like, the one who said still, God could be anything. God still has the horseshoe hairline. He's still bald you know, on the, top. The, just now he's switched clothes. The androgynous magical being in the sky you know that that somehow created everything the clockwork the 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 clock uh maker premise <laughs> the clockmaker idea you've heard this right this argument it's a classic Tomelical. theological the clockmakers uh um um something talking about like the architect in uh in the matrix like that kind of thing or no i'm talking about you know if it, a clock or a watch 
has all these gears in it, and we know that because it operates in such a complicated way that it had a maker. So the argument is that the universe operates in such a complicated way that it must have had a maker, right? The watchmaker analogy is, watchmaker, a, yeah. is a teleological argument. I don't know what that word means. Used to uh, argue for the pseudoscientific concept of intelligent design. Okay, so you're using the watchmaker analogy. You're- I'm telling you about the watchmaker analogy. Okay. And I'm about to tell you why the watchmaker analogy is bullshit. Oh, okay. The watchmaker analogy is bullshit because it uses human understanding as its benchmark. Do we have any other kind of understanding available to us? No, no, we don't. (laughs) But we have to acknowledge, and this is where the pretension comes in, just because humans aren't able to fathom that things could actually be chaos, just because we don't know how something works is not proof that there is anything that does know how it works. But... Okay, so hasn't the scientific method proven that there is an order to things and how they work, though? The scientific method has proven, or not really proven, because the scientific method doesn't prove anything. Blah, 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 science, yeah. Right, but if... It hasn't... It's proven that we can make predictions based upon past performance. You know, the stocks and bonds stuff. But we can make predictions... But there is no 100% guarantee that our predictions will always be right. I'm thinking of it. Well, I mean, all right, I'm stealing this from the Internet. But if you were to burn down every religious text and every scientific text over the last thousand years and we had to start from scratch, the scientific shit would repeat itself. We'd find, we'd come to the same conclusions and the religious shit, we'd probably make up new shit. Have you heard that one? Uh, yeah, I can understand that. And yeah. Right. But it's all a matter of scale. But, like, you can't tell me that, like, yes, if I plant this acorn under the right conditions, it's going to be a tree. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty fucking guaranteed. Sure. Sure. (laughs) That a seed is going to fucking be a plant. Yeah. In the context of a very... The life of an oak tree seems like a lot to us. Right. But it's not. Oh, time's a human construct. And... Okay, time is a human construct, whatever, right? I, I don't want to really get into the arguments about time. That's a whole different ball of wax. But the things that humans experience and the cause and effect relationships that we are accustomed to experiencing, they're things that we can see. We don't know if there are other things happening because we rely on our senses to determine what's happening. So there could be all sorts of shit going on, and there is, like until we extended our senses of sight and, and sound and smell to with, with, with technology, we weren't able to know that you know germs were there, right? But we were able to extend our senses to explain things, right? Explaining things means we were able to detect patterns in materials, patterns in the way energy moves, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, from our perspective. But we're never more than human. We can never see, we can personally never experience sight more than human sight. You s- or hearing more than human hearing. We, we have to translate everything into human. So how do you explain like the yogis and shit? When you can alter your state of consciousness by putting your physical body through extremities. You don't believe in like 
people that have had spiritual experiences beyond the physical realm? No. 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 You don't believe people that have survived extreme conditions like the Holocaust have seen things and experienced things mentally that were beyond their own understanding? I mean, it's easy. Yes. It doesn't matter that something is... It doesn't... Just because something is beyond our understanding doesn't make it supernatural. Look, sometimes you got to fucking, like, just use it in terms that other people will understand. Like, you use words like God and you use words like soul or whatever. I don't believe the human body is a soul. That's I don't think that's a thing. And I don't think the afterlife is so bureaucratic as to... I don't think there's an afterlife, TBH. I think it's all a straight, just circle. <laughs> you die and then... Whatever consciousness you have, it gets pushed on somewhere else. Where, where do you think we were before we were born? We were in nothing. Food. We were bits of food. We were. We were food. We were air. We were. We were dirt. We were whatever our parents happened to consume of uh, the month or year beforehand. That oh, so you- got cobbled together you think your parents are like where it starts and ends your parents are like your humanness yeah the true progenitors of you the conscious being i was just my parents adams (laughs) yeah 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 fair enough yeah i'm I'm, the parent part is not really particularly significant Mm. except for the i mean and where 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 was a dog before it was born you know was it Somehow in doggy heaven, was it was it a little dog soul wandering around yipping at the other little dog spirits? Do no, we don't in- believe that. We think humans are much better. We're like one step away from God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck angels, you know angels. Ooh, they're just like you know. Somebody, I think it was a comedian, but they went on about how uh, you know heaven is our own conceit that like oh I can't die. This can't be over for me. Right. Yeah. Right? Okay, like, I believe that. So yeah. it, it uh, to your point of it's our own, but you didn't say narcissism. What, did you, what word did you Pretension. use? Pretension, right? Conceit, yeah. pretension, yeah. Right, yeah. But I don't know. I'm fully convinced that there's shit beyond, the, uh, beyond our perceptive perception of what's going on. I don't think that uh, I, I, I don't follow a religion. I think I have you. I think it's on us to understand it on our own. But like. Come on, sociology. Okay, so, so wait, I want to back up. Where did we come from? To, to, to clarify something that you just said. You said, I believe that there is stuff beyond our comprehension, beyond our ability to sense. I absolutely agree with that. I don't necessarily think that's any better, that it's better. I don't think it's better, but I think, I think, it's, think it's the explanation for... It's different. I, I think it's what that connectedness is in life. Like, you're probably one of those people that believe life has no meaning. We apply our own meaning to life. That's where I. That's where I end up. You, you decide. That's, that's like, dangerous. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. It's very dangerous. Because you it's could not, come up with a really fucked up meaning and apply that to your life. It's not something that I recommend for everybody. That's why I actually I support religion. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of people who are religious and use that toward ends that I support. Because why? Because it keeps fucking fucked up people at, at bay. Keeps yeah, yeah, it, keeps, it keeps murderers in prison and, and 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 horrible people from doing horrible things. But then religion turns around and does horrible things like convince people that wealth 
on earth is a sign of wealth in heaven. And then, you know, everybody gets fucked. I find it sad that like, at least living here, cause I, where I grew up in Florida, very diverse, super Jewish, a lot, lot of Jews, but like otherwise religiously very diverse. And then living in California, super Jewish, but again, religiously diverse. So I didn't like outside of my mom being one of those pseudo Catholics, you mm. know, she keeps her dildo in the same drawer right next to her Bible, mm. like real, real class act. Um, I didn't, I wasn't sold on any of this shit. Like I had to like participate physically, but I was introduced to like Timothy Leary and shit at a very young age. So I was like already like outside of it, didn't have to grow up in it and was able to make my own decisions later in life. But like here I keep meeting these people. Cameron's one where it's like, you know, you, you have a, pretty good head on your shoulders if they didn't fucking brainwash you as a fucking kid mm. like if they didn't catch you when you were early and you didn't know any different you know like it, it's sad that they're, I'm seeing capable people being held back because of this fucking shit yeah like oh it, absolutely yeah it, people it, and it's the hang up you know I, I've got a uh, another friend who, who's been through two divorces one two yeah two divorces and can't get over this sort of, um, and you can't even when you're when you're when you're submerged in that culture, you can't even see that you're treating women as though they are some sort of special, delicate flower kind of thing, because that keeps women in a specific place where they're manageable. And at the same time, he's trying to be, um, you know, a, a, a relatively liberal feminist, but um, so not, you know, not a radical feminist or, or you know, or a Marxist feminist, but re- re- relatively liberal feminist, and is still shocked at ideas of sexuality and still can't not, you know, side eye girls wearing uh, scanty clothes. Mm. Scanty clothes. Sorry, I did, that was. That was the thing. That's the kind of thing that you say. You say, Will, why do you say those things? <laughs> no, I see, see, I can recognize them. Those I are the things that make you funny. Mm. It's it's when you start trying to be funny is when you lose your funniness. It's you as the character is funny. The role you play in the social situations. Your 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 genetic curses. <laughs> it's just like, oh God. <laughs> This fucking guy. <laughs> mm. So, so you fully believe though that? Wait, hold on. Let me let me make sure we, we hit the talking points on the thing. Uh, I remember there was chaos and everyone's afraid of chaos. Which I mean, you have a point. People are afraid of chaos. They yeah. the, that shred of control that they have in the universe. Right. They they love that. People want to believe that somehow they're special and they'll get accepted from the eventual fate of everything. And that we're going to sink into the sun or the center of the universe and be boiled in all, right. all the radioactivity and all kinds of stuff, which nothing is going to survive. Only two things you said that are weird that are, uh, there's no God and we really don't need one except for kids. You you think kids need God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think kids <laughs> need God. Kids need God the same way kids need Santa. Because you can't just, you can't. 
to just you pick don't one. have kids. You don't have, but you've worked with kids and not necessarily successfully, but you've worked with kids. I fathered a child and it didn't work. Oh, <laughs> woo! Oh, I didn't know that. Well, we, we had a we had an abortion. It was fine. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Sorry that had to happen for you. No, well, hey, it was in California. It was free. Oh, that's good. And 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 Planned Parenthood was in an outdoor shopping mall, a la Turkey Creek. Yeah. Uh, right upstairs from Barney's Coffee. How good and reasonable. Yeah. To to acknowledge, you know, yeah, just yeah. to to acknowledge the more reasonable aspects of biology. Oh yeah, me and her, we were walking out of Planned Parenthood and then one of those guys who was dressed up as like a silver robot was like following us as we were walking to the car. <laughs> super solemn occasion. Um, <laughs> super super much, reverent. Much, much wailing and rending of flesh. Yeah. Um, Not flesh, clothes, I'm, garments, rending she, garments. She and I have have made our atonement with, with the issue. Um, it's funny, I, I would have a five-year-old right now if that fucking panned out so glad i didn't with her she's, yeah she's crazy yeah this is not a good idea. she's also like 34 yeah the, i mean the concept that you have to you know that that you have to have sex and then you better fucking see it through see everything you know once you, you know once once the little one-eyed snake peeks in the cave from there on out you're 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 obligated you know so but, she and I, she, she, I'm not a licensed doctor by any means, but mm. the more I've learned about psychology, I am, I would be willing to bet all of my money that she has a personality disorder, whether it's borderline, multiple, whatever. Um, I don't know the damn difference, really. I don't know she fucked up, but she's got one of those. And so we got into a fight when she was in one of her fucking personality shifts. Uh-huh. And she hit me with this, like, and it was about, me buying Plan B was the uh, nature of the fight. Yeah, keep keep going. Test it. Test the lengths, buddy guy. <laughs> See how far it goes. Yeah. <laughs> See how far it goes. Well, fucking, I was like, I could just get some and drive it to you. And then she got all mad and she's like, don't you fucking stalk me. And I was like, okay. And she's like, if you show up at my house with Plan B, I'm just going to have an abortion. I was like, well, your word's not mine. So... And then that—that's what happened. So I, I felt like there was maybe a subconscious, deliberate traumatization on my end of this, or on her end of this. But, anyways, these uh, are things I can't. It's sort of kind of applying, applying trauma where there may not have been trauma, but you feel obligated to be traumatized. Well, a rational person wouldn't have uh, have done that. Oh, this is awesome, right? <laughs> Like, man, I really wanted a cup of coffee. And I was sitting there for like the last four or five minutes of our conversation thinking, ah, oh, god damn, I really want to go get another cup of coffee, but I don't know how long this cable is. And long. It's fine. It's long. All the way into the kitchen. Yeah, long cable. Oh, now, now if I have to pee. Oh, stop. wow. <laughs> Love that. You passed. Yes, that's the one. Mm. Judging your orange juice. Oh, is it the wrong kind of orange juice? I don't actually drink orange juice. I, I'm my Being, Disney's or my daughter's uh, favorite uh, drink is uh, uh, seltzer water, half and half seltzer water, half orange juice. Right, because it's less uh, it's less sugar. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, sorry. 
Um, yeah, being from Florida, you get a, a palate for orange juice. Like, I can't drink Tropicana. I can't drink shit. Oh, like, oh, oh, I understand. Very yeah. picky. I, I, <laughs> I know the flavors. Yeah, like bananas in Haiti. Why the hard tea? Tiny little, tiny little bananas. They have tiny little bananas in Haiti. Why the hard tea? Because I... Haiti. Haiti. What, I, <laughs> that's just the way I say teas, I guess. That I think that that sure. happened before. What was it? Um, pretty sure everyone Mimosa. Mimosa. Your mosa. Pretty sure everyone says Haiti. Everybody gets mosa this. Mosa. Hey, I just wrote a commercial for mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, we could podcast anywhere now. Mm. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, the only other thing you also said was something about angels, food, cake. Oh yeah, you know, well, if there's no God, then there's no <laughs> angels, there's no devils, and that means that angels, food, cake, and devils, food, cake are just cake now. Well, what if you find out that the angels and God and devil was just like created for marketing purposes? I think we pretty can be pretty confident that was the case. Little Debbie Already. was around in like zero BC and was like ready to just be like, like that was the point. <laughs> that was the point. God, how do I get people to eat this little chocolate thing with with white goo in it? Um, nobody wants to eat it. They're all like, oh my God, that's like shit with semen in it. What, what, I gotta, what can I do? Well, I guess I could blow bubbles in it and then make it fluffy. Okay, that's cool. Now they're like, oh, that's like shit with fluffy semen in it. No, that didn't work. Um, I know. It's magical. <laughs> See, that's what happens when I try to be funny. That wasn't funny. You know, you can bleep all that. It's when Just take all of that out. Yeah, but it's then when you say some shit like scantily clad. You didn't even say scantily clad. You just said scanty dress. Scanty. Scanty navy. talk about fucking flapper girls next. <laughs> I don't envy your existence. Walking around in pantaloons. <laughs> yeah, I don't envy your existence with your... My sociology degree keeps me warm at night. <laughs> I like sociology degree. I printed it out so big that it matches my whole bed. <laughs> it fits the whole sheet. <laughs> and there's so much logic in here. Oh, that's a good idea. You could make a big blanket. You know, Out of your degree. Like, that, like a whole, yeah. Your whole degree. I'm going to do that. <laughs> This, this is a usable concept. This is like, you should sell this as a concept. You should, we will print any diploma for any of your smart-ass friends <laughs> that you're like, I help, I I hope your PhD keeps you warm at night. And they're like, it does. And you're like, yeah, you bet it does. Here you go. <laughs> That'll be $200. 200 bucks. <laughs> Mr. PhD. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's very George Costanza of you if you fucking actually get one. <laughs> if you're like, oh, I like that idea. Oh, just drape me in velour. <laughs> uh, I have a puffy shirt. I have a puffy sleeve shirt. Oh, yeah. Classic. Oh, pirates. From, yeah. yeah. Pirate shirt. I don't know. I think there's, again, outside of... Almost dying four times and literally no explanation as to why I didn't and having extremely strange dreams in which I also died in one of them 
And I physically had to feel myself coming back going, God fucking damn it. Um, yeah, I believe like religion is thought control of like, yeah, they want you to don't lie and don't mm. cheat and don't steal. Dude, like w- w- my concept of God has set me up to a point where it's like I, I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> when mm. I'm not doing the right thing, bad shit happens. But when I'm doing the right thing, yeah, sometimes I got to lie about some shit. So it's kind of a karma, karma dharma kind of thing. It's a living in alignment with yourself and your principles. Once you know yourself and know your role in the universe and who you are, or at least uh, I'll rephrase who I am. Once I found out who I was, where I came from, as far as like socially, where does my family stand at? What am I in their story? And where can I take it realistically? Like, okay. And then I'm one of those lame ass people that fully believe the meaning of life is to help others find meaning in theirs. You know, lose yourself in service to others. Sure, sure. Uh, everything else figures itself out. So what is that? This is something I've been curious about for a while. So I'm just going to ask it straight out. So me and the and the and the lady at the um, at traffic court um, have both made assumptions that may be incorrect. And that like, what is your what is your socioeconomic background? What are are you uh, a standard suburban kid? Uh, played Xbox. Mm. Um, Went to the same school with other kids and went to birthday parties and cried because you didn't get the right fucking transformer. Are you more like, um, you know, uh, poor kid played NES because that's the thing your parents had and you didn't get invited to the birthday parties and the ones that you did, you were embarrassed and hoped that they didn't open your gift because it was like some shitty thing you got from the dollar store. You know, or, or were you like, the kid that everybody wanted to to be invited to your birthday party because I was not that kid because because you had a fucking pool you know mm. and it was not that kid. Um, call me, call me. So my grandmother is like the uh, the person that really held shit together for on my mom's side, and she's been married three times, and all three of those dudes are dead. Dude number three that died on her was really fucking rich. And so he left her a shitload of money. This is the Leonard guy? No. No. No, no. Mom's side. Mom's side. Okay. This is uh, Helen. Oh, Helen. uh, Yeah. I refer to her as Nada. She is uh, born in... Her parents met in a work camp during World War II. Oh, yes. Yeah. Blue collar. That's that's solid blue collar. Polish, Irish, German, all that fucking mess. Right. Ukrainian, okay. Russian, all that fucking mess. Right. The most racist people in the world, but right. blue collar. Well, yeah, but like during World War II, right. dad was taken from, I guess, some Russia-Ukraine shit. Mom was taken from fucking Poland. And then they had my grandmother there in Germany. And then they fled over here. And Chicago was their uh, their their immigrant town. Wow. My grandmother That's... fucking hates being called an immigrant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, it's just a statement of fact. Anyways, um, she, dude, she was married to passed and left her a bunch of money. Huh. So with that, my grandmother bought my mom a house in the suburbs in a gated Another community. Another way of saying that is the dude that depended upon her to do all the domestic work in their relationship mm. died and she kept all of the money that they cooperatively collected together. And yeah, no, I said what I wanted to say. 
I don't need to rethink of other ways to say it. I, when I say something, I'm like, yeah, I picked those words. Yeah. And then I move on to the next set of words. All right, carry on. <laughs> There's no, like, you don't edit when you talk. You don't go back and proofread and be like, hmm, maybe I should have used the word thus instead of... Anyways, so uh, you don't do that. No, I don't. That, you don't. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't think any healthy person. Does. No, I never claim to be healthy. <laughs> so, fucking bought my mom a house in the suburbs, gated community on a golf course because Florida. Then, like, she paid for all the furniture and everything. But here's the thing: my mom doesn't have her shit together. Like, my mom has no money. She's a bum. Okay. Um. But, yeah, my mom's made a career off of living off of her dad until her dad died. Then her mom, up until this past year when she sold her house. Ah. She sold her house, got $350,000, and stopped talking to everybody. With $350,000. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. The rest of my life, I'm set with $350,000. My mom's the kind of person that will blow that in, like, nine years. I don't give her fucking... I I don't give her nine years before she's done with all that. Wow. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyways, my parents split when I was two. So my dad lived like I live right now. Renting someplace, working, real, just regular dude, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, My dad moved to Florida to be in the golf business. He was from Memphis. Um, My mom didn't do shit. He's a golf pro? Yes, he was a golf pro. Golf pro. He also had uh, amateur status with the PGA for a little bit there. Nice. Well, well, Well played. Yeah. So five days a week, I went to a gifted school and would come home and yes, had an Xbox, had a big TV, had the you know little, little suburban lifestyle. But like, and then I went to a very fancy school. But like, my mom wanted me to be a meal ticket. So they still they still use the term gifted in your generation. Gifted I thought, school. I thought that went out like at the end of my generation. Mm. But they also didn't do the research hadn't been done to like on neurodivergence. Yeah. That, like, gifted was still, you know, I, as a kid, I felt like I was put on a fucking pedestal at age eight. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. They, they pulled me out of public school, away from my friends, to be in this fucking fancy school with a bunch of Jews. <laughs> I'm wondering why I didn't fit in. But, um, yeah, so my mom really viewed me as a meal ticket and wanted me to be perfect so that, you know, she could hobnob with the... With the doctors and the lawyers and, you know, oh, and my mom's a single mom. Right. So, you know, she was trying to, like, use me as leverage to, like, do something. And then, of course, going to, like, a fancy school, like, that degree, I would buy her stuff, I guess. Like, she had a whole plan. She had me acting in commercials when I was two. Like, she was really trying to, like, get me to pay her bills. Which led to a lot of abuse from her to me. I uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, uh... Damn it, Morgan. It goes like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, she was also fucked up, too. Borderline, whatever the fuck. Blurred lines. Come on. Work it, no, Morgan. No, borderline. <laughs> Blurred lines. <laughs> so, uh, I, I couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and my at, at eight? Uh, no, I moved out of my mom's when I was 11. But it wasn't much better. My dad had just remarried, and he lived in <coughs> kind of a not-as-great area in Florida. Yeah. And I had two Mexican stepbrothers and had to share a room with one of them. Wasn't awesome. 
But that was when I started drinking. Oh. 11, 12, 13, around there. And then thir- by 13, I was smoking weed. Um, and then my dad moved back into the duplex that he we used to live in as a kid, which I'd see my dad on weekends. This is all like like stuff that uh, I, I can see the, the, the fuzzy photographs from like some Seattle musician's documentary. This is kind of quality stuff. Yeah. Go carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into like all the shit my mom did. I'm just going to say that like past a certain point, even my dad was like, fuck it. So there was a custody battle on me from 13 to 18 that never got resolved that I had to hear all about. My dad had no filter, no compartmentalization skills. So he'd be like, that bitch is still charging me. Fuck (laughs) it. Yeah, and then like I didn't make life easy on either of them because not only did I get expelled from the gifted school, right? For, did I tell you for what? Um, Jerking off on a bus. Wow! And throwing my cum at somebody. I didn't throw my cum at somebody. You didn't. But a room full of women accused me of that, and so they couldn't get me for weed. I already had bad grades, so. They a were room, sick of my mom. <laughs> so a room full of, of women whose husbands were cheating on them with your mom. Um, <laughs> could, could have been. And it was no leg up. I'm, yeah. Um, accused you of masturbating on a bus. Right. And throwing. throwing my, ejaculate. They used the word ejaculate. They said ejaculate. Yes. yes. Throwing semen. It was, uh, it was performance art. Exhibitionism for sure. I was fourteen, and it was my last day on that bus, and I'd already like bled on that bus. Some kid hit me in the eyebrow with a with a seatbelt. Um, seatbelts on buses, wow. Yeah, air conditioned bus. Oh, dude. And then when I left the gifted school, I had to do an expelled school for a cup for a year, and obviously I didn't fit in there because. I'm in there with crack dealers and yeah, people, yeah. yeah, some real hard motherfuckers, which was when I started smoking cigarettes and I was starting to hang out with fucking hood people. Uh, and then the second I got out of that, because I was getting drug tested, I couldn't do drugs. I still drank, but got out of that, started doing drugs, started smoking weed, went to public school. The public school I went to had a fucking planetarium, like a full on, you could go in and look at the star shit. Wow. You had to take astronomy if you wanted access to it, but I did take astronomy, 11th grade. I got expelled again in 10th grade for weed. I was really into weed. I was a big weed guy. Huge weed kid. But yeah, there was a period of time around 12, 13 where I realized that like I'm not going to live comfortably if it means I have to like deal with this extreme personality, referring to my mom. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily agree with my dad either, even though my dad and I have still been like relatively close. We're, we're, we're cool. Um, minus the, the, you know, just general fuck ups in life. Um, but I was like, fuck it. I would rather live out of my car. I would rather travel the U.S. and feel a little bit more like I have to work for what I have uh-huh. than to like bend to this fucked up person's will. Because I saw that she had no, like, if she had money, it would have been a different situation. But, like, she was just as bad off as anybody else. And, like, so deep in her delusions and lies. Like, dude, she got she got a letter from Publix because she was bouncing checks too many times. So I was like, 
You know what I mean? I was I, I was pretty disillusioned as a kid, yeah. which at twelve being disillusioned is is hard to parent. So I said I, I'd rather do it this way. Yeah, you I know? mean you've got a lot of you got a lot of emotions, and at twelve you you're not ready to to process that stuff in a way that yeah you're like you don't know what it all means right like I just feel shitty and this makes me feel less shitty so so I did yes from probably zero to ten have your Xbox going to kids birthday parties bought the wrong damn fucking gift (laughs) Uh, bought the same gift that somebody else bought you know know, typical shit um and then past then it was I was basically 20 years old. I was lying to people about my age. I was playing in bands. I worked at a head shop when I was 16. Mm, yeah, up, yeah, you told me about yeah, that. Right, yeah. So I mean I, I just not that you can't repeat that. Right, yeah, no. I just I grew up very very fast. And then as a teenager, my friends currently are the friends I've had since 13 on. Like you jerk off on a bus, you f- you find out who your friends are. Uh, yeah, 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 the people who are still... <laughs> and they still, and they still, uh, at 26. So, you know, 13 years later, it's pretty nice to see that, like, I got something out of all that time. Uh, but, yeah, I realized, like, my grandmother was the one that held my entire family together. There's nobody really, like, on my mom's side, like, that's, like, mm-hmm. really successful. Um, only guy on my dad's side, but same deal with my dad's side. His mom was the one that was really the glue for the family. The, uh, the only person that really fucking went out and did anything was my uncle who hates everyone and doesn't talk to anybody unless you're talking about him. Like I I've sent him some stuff. I've asked him some questions, never get a response, but I'm like, Oh, Hey, happy birthday. Thank you. And he sends an essay about how great he is. <laughs> He's not that great. Mm. <laughs> He's really not (laughs) (laughs) both of my grandmothers were like somehow involved in like accounting and tax prep that that's like the job that they were able to stick with oh you had lucky grandfathers basically in a way yeah but like at the same time i never met either of my grandfathers they both died my dad's dad killed himself my mom's dad had colon cancer i think one of the cancers so fucking yeah i've had to like sit back and go like, okay, so ain't nobody the fucking king of England over here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep your ego in check. Nobody's wearing their mowing crown. Right. I don't know. I just wanted wanted to include that. I I shouldn't have included that. The sickle guy. Nobody understands what that means. That's a ridiculously pointless reference. You don't even know the name of that picture. I I think it's called the triumph, the ultimate triumph of of death, the the inevitable triumph of death. Otto von something. Do you have a? Uh, do you have a bathroom I could use? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one. If you uh, see, go past that that opening, take a left. You'll be in the bathroom. If I go past this opening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, this is unreal. Oh, you got you got one more foot. You got one more foot. That's plenty. Okay. How about you? You grew oh, up on I'm, a farm. I'm in another bathroom, so I'm good. 
And the problem with this, with it, oh no, that's, that's not gonna work. First off, we can't hear each other, and second, um, I'm I'm short about two feet, so I'm just gonna have to wait. I'm, uh, I apologize, but my uh, microphone would not reach the other bathroom. Also, there's no monitoring option if we did that, so. <sighs> Had to be expensive to put in, like, an actual doctor's table in there. I built that. Oh. I mean, except for the, see the shelves on the bottom? We had to bring those, you know, those are pre-made, but the, the top part is actually... Yeah, I built that. There used to be a door there, so there's a there's a there's a stoop sort of porch on the other side, and that's a like a package mail slot. Oh, that's and so you, you change the diapers, and then just they're outside. And that was the most amazing thing that happened to us, like in like a span of like ten years. Mm-hmm. The best thing that happened to us is we put a fucking mail slot in the bathroom. Do you uh, do you ever have sex on that thing? Not anymore. At one point, though. Uh, At least once. Anyway, so it's there for, um, yeah, for changing diapers. Yeah. Mm. And you just take the diaper and you thunk, thunk. And the neighbors down the hill. We haven't. We used to not have neighbors down the hill. And now we have neighbors down the hill, and every now and then they hear a thunk, thunk. Thwack. Wow. <laughs> and they have to think, I know what that is. Mm. I don't think that uh, that picture frame is commensurate with the picture. Yeah, we got these tiny pictures. I think there's another one somewhere in the house. Another tiny picture. I don't know. It's not commensurate. That's a, it's an original that there. That's you painted those flowers? No, no, no. It's an original copy of um, a Van Gogh. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an original. It's an original copy.